Right, we are now going to talk the Greyhounds. Our guest on the program is David Kingston. Now, David is a Greyhound trainer based in Ashburton. He's also been recently appointed to the Greyhound Racing New Zealand Board as a board member. He's got a long history of involvement in the sport, both as a trainer and as a racing administrator. So we're going to talk to him about the changes that he's seen over the years in the sport. Um, I understand he's also an advocate for straight tracks. The one at Whanganui is currently being worked on. He was also previously Vice President of Greyhounds Australasia. David, good morning. Welcome. Yeah, good morning. Lovely to have you on the programme. Talk to me uh, about straight track racing in the Greyhounds. I mean, uh, where's the evolution come in in this? Well, they've had straight track racing in Australia for quite a number of years. Um, it's probably not the spectacle that it is on a circle track, but for safety-wise, it's great. And so what, excuse my ignorance, but I guess I'm maybe asking this question on behalf of those people that are not necessarily um, aficionados in it, but what's the distance of a straight horse track? Uh, anywhere between sort of 300 and 375 metres. Wow, and what sort of time do they knock that out in? Oh, good question. Um, I would say, I haven't got the facts and figures in front of me, but probably around 17, 18 seconds. Yeah, wow. 19 seconds. Wow. Mm. So in terms of training um, a greyhound, say versus the oval track versus the straight track, how how different is it? Training-wise? Yeah. Probably not, probably not a great difference at all. You know, you... Even on a circle track, um, part of your training is running them down a straight. So it's yeah, probably no different. Mm. And in terms of a greyhound, how uh, from the moment they're pups to being bred as racing dogs, when would you start racing a, a greyhound? Um, Socialisation sort of takes place from puppy through to about 12 months of age. Yeah. And then you start your education. Um, these days, well, going back 40 or 50 years ago when I started, uh, we used to start them at nine months old. Um, nowadays, it's around 18 months to 20 months old. Wow. Um, and longevity of a greyhound in terms of its racing career? Anywhere between... Four to five years old, they could be. I mean, a lot of them are still capable of racing after five. Yeah. Um, you know, fitness-wise and health-wise and um, injury-free-wise, they're um, certainly capable. Um, they've started running a couple of veteran races just recently at Addington, or they run one the other day, you know, for dogs over four years old or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you could keep racing them until they're six or seven years old. Mm. You could. Now, David, you've spent a lifetime as a trainer. Um, have you seen much of an evolution in the way dogs are trained and the way the sport has evolved? Well, when I started, we used to um, run at Mar- uh, Marshlands Domain and down Preston's Road in Christchurch, and um, there was only two or three dogs in a race there and probably four or five races in a day. So the sport's come an awful long way since then. Training-wise, um, we used to do a lot of walking. These days, not so much walking. It's more free galloping and um, track you know, track work. Okay. Um, now, I understand that you still currently train three dogs. Uh, tell us a little bit about those three. 
Well, I had a winner on Tuesday with Chanel. Um, she paid $22. Um, we got her from Craig Roberts. Um, we've got optional extra. We bought him as a puppy from up the North Island. And we've got Better Luck, who we got off Stephen Bonnie Evans. Um, those three nice nice dogs, beautiful natured. Um, yeah, just love, 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 lovely dogs to work with. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Um, are they are most of the dogs lovely natured? Like, would you could kids come up and pat them, or is there a bit of a wild streak in, in racing dogs? <laughs> it's a popular misconception. I've been training dogs for fifty five years, and I've yep. never had a bad eat yet. Um, my grandkids, when they're little, they all come up and pat the dogs and cuddle them. They come inside, sleep on the couch. I've got one that sleeps with the cat. Um, yeah, no, they're beautiful natured animals. So Absolutely beautiful. Quite domesticated. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. And, and what about dietary-wise? What what, I mean, I imagine they work a lot harder than normal dogs. So are they on special diets? I mean, is there a bit of a... a, um, a template that most dog trainers use when it comes to feeding greyhounds? Well, every greyhound trainer, or should be every greyhound trainer, weighs every meal every night. So they're getting exactly the same weight. So that maintains their um, body weight for racing. Um, our dogs get fed fresh beef every day, every every night, plus kibble. They get kibble and milk in the mornings. Um, they're extremely well fed, extremely well fed, plus the usual vitamin supplements and that sort of stuff, you know, just to keep them keep them healthy. Now, David, look, I come from a, a sort of a, I've got a love affair with athletics and I sort of study the prince, training principles of the great Arthur Lydiard and, you know, love the athletes in the 1960s, 70s and in yeah. athletics, you know, Lydiard's principle was that everyone's got basic speed. The way the, the way you maintain that speed for the longest period of time as possible is through basically base work, strength work, and then some speed work. Do you train dogs similarly? Do they do a lot of like what we would call base work, sort of um, conditioning type work early on? Yep, yep, they certainly do. Yep. Um, they're, they're trained exactly the same as what you would if you were an athlete, you know, doing track work, doing 100 metres or 5,000 metres, um, they've got prep work, they've got track work, they've got um, stamina work, they've got sprint work, they've got uh, box practice to get them out of the boxes fast. Mm. They are trained as an athlete, which of course they are. Mm. Give me a definition of what a training session would look like in terms of stamina work. Well, not so much now, but years ago, um, we had a team um, of, of good race dogs and a couple of stayers. The stayers in those days, I would walk six to seven kilometres a day. Yes. Each dog. Plus, we would do an hour through the sand dunes down at um, North Brighton Beach. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and in between that, they would still get their sprint work and trial work and, yeah. So, so there's an awful lot goes into it. Yeah, and, and 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 it is about then because you know as Lydia would do with any sort of um, any you know sort of uh, what, what's the word periodization. Is it about getting these dogs to peak at a certain time of the year? Well, greyhounds race twelve months twelve months of the year. 
Yeah. Um, so once you've got your dog at peak form, it's a matter of just maintaining it and placing the dog in certain races, you know, um, giving it a spell in between in between races so that it can freshen up a bit. Mm. Um, some of the, not, not me now, but um, some of the top trainers, you know, they certainly target um, the group races and the feature yep. races. Yep. They will spell their dogs and then work them up two or three months before then to get them ready for those races. You know, they would target those races. Mm. And in terms of the industry itself, it's a healthy industry. Is it, is it booming? Well, it is booming. Um, but right at the moment, I would have to say that um, the future's a little bit up in the air with the um, government review, um, which is sad to see. Um but, I mean, we're running more races. We've got plenty of dogs. Um, the turnovers are great. We had a million-dollar turnover at Addington just recently. Um, you know, so everything's looking good for, for the sport as a whole. So, yeah. Okay. Let's pray it continues. Now, for Greyhound fans and maybe those that are listening to this that suddenly we've piqued their interest, what are some of the big meets that are coming up? Um, there's a big meeting on telly tonight at uh, Waikato. Um, I don't follow the um, feature races because my dogs aren't up into that up in that class, so I don't take a great deal of notice, you know, um, planning wise. Um, but the the race meeting tonight would certainly be well worth looking at if you're an interested spectator. There's some of the best dogs in the country going around at Waikato tonight, so. Yeah. Mm. Hey, look, David, lovely to have you on the programme. Thank you for your insight. Thoroughly enjoyed the interview. No problem at all. All the very best with your three dogs too. Yeah, got one racing tomorrow. Good on you. (laughs) Good on you. All the very best. Sorry, which one's racing tomorrow so people can go and maybe put a bit of a wager on? Uh, Chanel in race six at Addington. There you go, Chanel race six at Addington. Put put that one out there. No pressure, David. No pressure, of course. (laughs) No pressure at all, mate.